Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast on the 8th of September 2023. I'm a trainer, author and speaker specialising in patient safety. I lost my sister Alison to suicide after she was groomed and abused in the care of an NHS mental health hospital in the late 1980s. And in 2017, I lost my job as an NHS manager after I whistle blew. So if you don't know, I published my second book on the 75th anniversary of the NHS, which was this July, of course. And I'm going to read you a quick section on it because there's a lot of talk at the moment about the oversight of healthcare services in the wake of uh, the Lucy Letby case. Um, I think we've got it all wrong. I think there's far too much political control. So at the end of my book, there are 12 steps that I think would help Start, certainly start conversations and many of them are practical ways to improve the NHS and the wider health and care system in the UK. So I'm going to read you from number five which is entitled Decentralise Oversight and Accountability Give People and Communities Control Over Their Health and Care Services. It is hard to imagine a more stupid or more dangerous way of making decisions than by putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong. That was Thomas Sowell. Like all good soundbites, there is a significant degree of truth in the observation made by Thomas Sowell. This suggestion may seem a little out of kilter with the previous suggested areas of change, though to me it seems logical. I am conscious it may feel a touch ideologically motivated. It is my view that public services ultimately belong to the public. However, I'm also aware that some publicly funded services might not benefit from being opened up to community control and oversight. The armed forces and intelligence services spring to mind, but it should if I've authored this book well enough, be obvious by now that our health and care is far too precious to be left as a political football to be kicked around by every party in their endless and tedious spats of childish point scoring. Many public services could be classed as social enterprises, though most have slipped the chain of accountability that linked them to their tax-paying stakeholders. They exist, in theory at least, not to serve a commercial purpose, but to have a social impact. The provision of justice, health, education and equitable access to essential services. If we accept that the twin levers of choice or control are the two most obvious ways of influencing the quality of any product or service, then it is fair to say that the users of public sector services currently have neither. Users of public services have little if any choice and minimal if any control or influence. And giving choice is not an efficient way of creating quality in public services. It simply leads to duplication and confusion. I don't think any of us want choice in the traditional sense in relation to the public services we use. Our desire is for easy access to consistently good quality services that we have confidence in. So the remaining lever left to drive improvement in public services is control. The question becomes by whom and how? The running of the UK's health and care services must become detached from excessive political influence. Britain is a country that has by almost every measure lost faith in its politicians and the process of politics itself. Various polls have been conducted over the course of the life of the NHS asking whether British citizens feel they can trust politicians. The so-called golden age of British politics in the mid-20th century, during which almost two-thirds of the country felt politicians were good, honest people doing their best for the country, are a distant memory. 
More recent surveys conducted since 2010 show that over two-thirds of the population feel politicians are out of touch and almost two-thirds think politicians are in it for themselves. In February 2019, The Independent published a story saying just 9% of people in the UK felt politics wasn't broken. I'm surprised the figure was that high. So, um, I then go on to talk a bit more about how that community control and oversight of health and care services could work. And if you're questioning whether or not it's a good idea to give people more control over health and care services, I'd like you to think of the example of the justice system in which we ask 12 people to form a jury, which is essentially the pinnacle of the justice system. It's the decision-making process within the justice system. And I think if we started to look at our health and care services in that way, that they are actually something that we are, most of us, deeply interested in, um, I don't see any reason why we can't call people into service as and when to help oversee our health and care services in each of the respective areas that we live in. If that sounds of interest, you can find a copy of my book on Amazon. It's available in paperback and Kindle. On that note, I will thank you as ever for listening. Um, have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay sane and stay solvent if you can.